This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 698, Next Level Examiner Expectations. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, you'll get tips and tricks directly connected to what the examiner is looking for in your IELTS speaking and writing to award you that seven or higher. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. It's almost the weekend. Yeah, the weekend is coming and I am excited. How about you? Oh, I'm stoked. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not like a super amazing weekend for me. I'm sort of working ahead a little bit because mm-hmm. James and I are traveling next week for spring break. We're going yeah. to my mom's house and um, she is so excited to have us come visit. <laughs> Bless her heart. I just, it's, I love her. Oh, She's already cute. planned like so much stuff. We're going to Knott's Berry Farm, which is like a theme park. Oh, yeah. um, I think I might have mentioned it before. And we're going on a whale watch tour. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome. Well, that's yeah. great. It'll be nice to take a little break. We all need our breaks and yes. that's what it's all about so that we can think more clearly when we get back to work, you know? Oh, completely. You know, our brains are a lot less powerful than we want them to be. Yeah. Maybe like... <laughs> I don't want to say like less powerful than we think they are because I think we all know the, our limits. Yeah. Right? Like we oh. can feel if we're pushing the boundaries or doing too much. Like guys, in your IELTS preparation, you could feel it. You know when you're starting to get exhausted and lose motivation, right? But it's like there's something inside us. We're like, no, we can do more. And yeah. you keep going and it's it becomes detrimental. Well, I mean, that's why you need a study plan, right? You need yeah. a plan that shows you how to break it up and what to do each day. So you don't waste time kind of fumbling around. What should I be doing? You know exactly, exactly what to do and you don't overdo it. You take days off at the right time when the plan tells you to take them off and you work hard when the plan tells you to work hard. That's all. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And just, you got like just having a plan takes so much pressure off. I can't tell you how many students I talk to in personal coach and just talking about the anxiety, right? Right? Yeah. The stress and pressure, the closer you get to the exam, or even if it's three months away, you know what's riding on this. Your future's riding on this, yes. right? Immigrating with your family, getting the degree that you want or need, right? Um, oh. That's a lot of pressure. So you know what, guys? You could take a great deal of that pressure totally off the plate if you have a study plan. Like if you know like, okay, I have this document now. I, it's not my responsibility to schedule and look and find things and mm-hmm. probably waste an hour looking for something. Like right. it's just there. 
Right, right. Because there are two things. There's planning your study and then there's studying. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. And you want to eliminate the first thing. Someone else has already done the planning. We've done the planning for you by creating the course. And now all you have to do is follow the plan. That's so good. I mean, that's why these students that we're going to call out today, we're going to answer their questions in today's episode. They can ask higher quality questions, right? These exactly. are really high quality questions because they've already studied the speaking and the writing and they know yeah. what to ask. So we're at another level deeper. Totally. Yeah, exactly, guys. So um, we've been mentioning the Facebook group a little more often lately just because it is so active and we absolutely adore our students in there um, and support them 100% of the way. So today we're going to talk about a couple really cool questions from our three key students in there. Um, and it's they're geared toward what does the speaking examiner want and what does the writing examiner want? So again, like Lindsay said, They've already been through a lot of the course already and have a lot of knowledge under their belt. And so they're taking it really a few steps further and being like, okay, well, I know this is expected, but what about this situation, right? So yeah, it's a whole other level of questions. Yeah, you got it. So let's start with Hannah's question. So Hannah asked a question in Facebook, and I'm going to go ahead and just read the question. We have two questions, actually. And these are about speaking. So let's go ahead and do that. And then we'll answer it. We'll let our listeners in on the answer here, right? Perfect. Okay. So she says, I'm practicing my speaking right now. In speaking part one, I'm not sure if I speak too much. So take a question, for example. When was the last time you went to a museum? After telling why and who I went with, uh, it's already been five sentences. So does this mean that I don't need to present the exhibitions in that museum anymore? All right. So that is an awesome question. I love it. Um, yeah. So she's referring to what we recommend in Three Keys IELTS to encourage you to show fluency in speaking part one. Because a lot of students, I don't know if some students realize these are like exam questions yet. They think it's like, like a warm up icebreaker or something, right. but no, like, all the questions, like right away, the examiner is asking you and like the examiner says, now I'd like to ask you some questions about yourself. That's the signal that speaking part one is beginning. So mm. even if it sounds easy, like, um, you know, do you work or are you a student? You're graded on that response. So you cannot just give one sentence. So that's yeah. why we recommend to three key students always aiming, like the goal is three to five sentences. But here's the next piece of the puzzle that Hannah already learned because she got her answer. You have to be flexible. Not every answer is going to be exactly the same length. So Mm. like some answers, you're not going to have a lot to say. So three sentences is plenty. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you get this museum question and you're like, oh my gosh, I just went to these, this like amazing gallery in Paris, and I'm going to tell you all about it. You know, your answer is going to be longer. And that's fine. Don't worry about it. The examiner is controlling the time. That's not your responsibility. So if you have a chance to show fluency, you go for it. You give as many interesting details as you can. And then the examiner maybe will have to stop you because the examiner has to ask you more questions. But like, that's great. You just showed fluency that other students did not. Right. So I think we've said in prior episodes that it's always better to be stopped by the examiner than it is to yes. be to stop too soon and have a blank space exactly. and have it be awkward and say too little. Right. It's better to say too much than too little. 
Always, always. And just keep in mind, guys, like this is not a strict requirement, all right? I mean, I just want to reiterate, do not try to do this in every single answer because it's not appropriate and it's not natural. You're going to have less to say about some things and that's fine. Mm, Okay, so then her next question is kind of a follow up right on the flip side. So she says, I have the same problem of having too much to say. For instance, when I was practicing an uncomfortable moment on public transportation, I spent two minutes telling the story of why I have to take transit and not drive. I didn't even get to the story on the bus. Does this Mm -hmm. mean that I'm off the topic? Is it better uh, for me to skip the first story? Isn't that fantastic? Like, I am so impressed by how much Hannah is practicing and studying and analyzing her performance, but strictly like connected to what the examiner is looking for. Like she is so, she is thinking about this so strategically Mm -hmm. because she has studied in three keys aisles and knows what the examiner needs to hear. Right. And like, yeah, just a whole other level of, of, um, analysis. I almost yeah. said analyzation. That's not a word. <laughs> um, <laughs> the end of the week. Hannah's I, gonna, I mean, she's going to do so well. I can just see that she is going to score probably seven or higher. She's doing oh, because yeah. she's at that level of questions for us. Exactly. Right. And digging deep into the strategy. I love it. And, and like Lindsay said yesterday, these, just posting these questions is so helpful to everyone else. Cause guys, like I can guarantee you so many students are looking at this and being like, Oh, I did. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I wonder about that too. What's Jessica right, going right. to say? <laughs> <laughs> really good. Yeah. Good way to learn, you know, yeah. cause it's, yeah, it's just surveying what other people are thinking about. So good. Yeah. I love it. So the answer here, guys, um, in part two, always answer the question directly immediately. Like get that out of the way. So you know that that is addressed, right? Mm. So, an uncomfortable moment on public transportation. You are going to just immediately answer that in like a few sentences and then you go on and talk about a story. So she should just say like, well, you know, I immediately thought of this time last week when a homeless person got on the bus and (laughs) was yelling at the seat. I don't know. Um, And then, yeah. And then my next piece of advice to Hannah was that if you – in the notes, you brainstorm a couple stories. That's great. Use the story most directly connected first. So yeah. definitely talk about the story on the public transportation first. And then mm-hmm. if the examiner is still staring at you, you know there's still time, then you could expand and go off on another thing and be like, um, yeah, so I guess I could also talk about the reason why I had to take the bus in the first place and then go <laughs> on about that. Right, right, right. The kind of related story comes second. That makes a lot of sense. And this is, this is a real art, right? The difference between speaking part one and part two, huge difference, right? And how to construct a story for the, to fill those two minutes, massively different in terms of what the examiner wants to hear. And you guys must know this stuff before you walk into test day. Huge, huge. I I encourage you guys when you get into Three Keys Isles, because I know you will. I'm very mm-hmm. positive about this. When you guys get into, into Three Keys Isles, go to the bonus section first. Read those descriptions of what the examiner wants for a seven, an eight, a nine. What is a six in uh, speaking and writing? Like make that clear in your mind first before you dive into the speaking and writing modules. I think having those goals and expectations really clear in your mature adult mind, that 
that's a whole other level of motivation because you know why I'm giving you this advice and why I'm asking you to practice these things. Exactly. It's all connected to the scoring system. Yeah. I love it. And same with writing, right? So let's move on to Aria's question. Yes. So I had a really good question here. She says, I'd like to know what, what does fully supported ideas mean? Um, mm-hmm. I kind of understand that it means to give an example, but how can yeah. I extend my ideas in yes. writing, right? We're talking about writing here. Yeah, for sure. So she is also really focused on what the examiner is looking for, right? So for a seven or higher in task response, um, you need fully supported ideas. And okay, so guys, we did a whole amazing episode about just this point. And I find this episode to be so useful. I am directing students back to it all the time. So guys, come back to the blog, ielts.alliersenglish.com forward slash episodes and look for episode 492. All right. Um, how to be clear and relevant for band score nine. So it's about exactly this. Um, yeah. So what this means, guys, is just what we teach in the templates and three keys IELTS. Cause again, like it's all linked to the scoring system. So what the examiner is looking for is your ability to have one strong, clear main idea and support that fully. So that. Um, adverb fully, it means that you are offering an example. You're expanding on that example with details. So all of the sentences flow from one to another, getting more and more specific, and they all can be traced back to that central main idea. Yes. So good. So good. So deep in depth and clear, guys. And that's what you get. That's why Aria had this good question. That's how yes. she knew to ask this because she knows that it's important to support those ideas. Her question is how, you know, extending that, how to do that and how to practice that. That yeah, is the key totally. right there. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I'm so inspired by the amount of effort that our three key students are putting in because they are like diving in and they're yeah. not wasting their time. They're mm. definitely adding some stuff to their own study plans. And guys, you should personalize your study plans for sure. And what they're doing is not a waste of time, right? So it's not like they're memorizing these lists or like floating around different IELTS forums or whatever. Um, Like this is, this is useful time, right? Like think about how much these answers um, are helping students like really understand what that seven is. Yeah, this is so cool. It's so cool. And just the fact of having the community is huge, right? I'm just seeing people introducing themselves here and yes. just, you know, talking about what their goal is. Where do they want to get with IELTS? Because you guys, your goal is not to take IELTS, right? Your goal is to get past right. IELTS. <laughs> yes, that is such an important thing to keep in mind, you guys. IELTS <laughs> is not the goal. It's beyond IELTS <laughs> is your goal. And IELTS is just this little stepping stone that might seem like a huge brick wall right now, but really like it doesn't have to be you can get past this. Yeah, exactly. I love it, guys. So Jessica, how can our listeners jump right into Three Keys IELTS? Because that really is the most direct way to get past IELTS. Yes, for sure. So guys, also remember, use these links because that's how you get your bonus for being a podcast listener. So you can get the entire course by going to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic. Or if you want to add those personal feedback sessions with me on Skype for speaking and writing, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash coach. Awesome. I love it. And guys, we will see you in the course very soon. Jessica, thanks for hanging out today. It's been fun. Super fun as always. (laughs) Thanks, Lindsay. Have a good weekend. You too. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.